well, the easiest way to explain it is, is that because homeopathy is an energy medicine and we are all energy, everything around us is energy, this microphone's energy, this beautiful crystal I have here with me is energy, we have energy all around us. So sometimes that energy is just, I don't know, misaligned or a little bit out of balance. And when we find the right homeopathic remedy that resonates with the kind of frequency that you're on, that can sort of just balance each other out and just get things um, just running a lot more smoothly. So welcome to the Rise podcast. Rise above your fears, rise above your challenges, rise above the unexpected. You have come here today to listen to leaders and everyday people from around the world talk on health, love, life, spirituality, business and the planet. By listening to stories of others transcending their challenges, it expands your knowing to see and hear that you have the capacity to access the same resources and internal energy so you can rise into a state that will serve your abundance, flow and harmony. I am your host, Amy Redans. Together, let's find a new way to get things done. Together, let's find a new way to be. Together, let's rise. On today's show, we are speaking with homeopath Eugenie Kruger. She has a wealth of knowledge on all things homeopathy. She's created an incredible community of mums who she fondly calls her homies, who she is empowering with incredible knowledge on health and homeopathic treatment for their families. In this episode, we delve into how homeopathy works, some amazing miracle cures, and how we can find so many answers in nature. Enjoy the show. Hi and welcome everyone and welcome to our beautiful guest, Eugenie Kruger. Hi, Amy. (laughs) I'm so delighted to have you on our show this week. You are such a special person in our lives. So when I was thinking of this podcast and who I wanted to feature on the podcast that has helped us as a family and me as an individual to rise above challenges in our life, you were in the top five people in that list. So thank you so much for agreeing to come onto the podcast today. Well, you would be in my top five as well, and you have had a very big part in me being where I am. So the feeling is very mutual. (laughs) Amazing. amazing. So before we delve into everything, I would love for you to share who you are, who are you and what do you do? Ah, how do you answer that question? <laughs> so I'm a mum, I'm a homeopath, I am here in, in Perth in Australia and I'm passionate about empowering families with the knowledge of using homeopathy to treat their children and themselves and their pets and their plants and If I, you know, obviously that's such a big question, who are you? But, you know, for the purpose of today, I'll say I'm a homeopath and I am really passionate about helping mums to get their, you know, I say mums, but obviously any caregiver, but my passion is especially with mums, just giving them back their power because what I see in the clinic every day is mums breaking down because they did not feel empowered when it came, came to making decisions about their conception, their pregnancy, their birth, the way they raise their children. And I feel that if we have mothers who are feeling anxious and not feeling empowered, then we are raising children who are feeling anxious and not empowered. So that's where I feel my life's work is lying, is 
empowering mums, helping them to rise so they can raise healthy, empowered, strong children. Love it. And that's what you've done for me. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah, worked. Definitely, de- definitely wholeheartedly can say that you have empowered myself to make confident decisions in regards to my own health and my children's health. Yeah, wholeheartedly. So you are on that pathway. You are so in alignment just watching you in your business and you um, run your own podcast in your own business. I can see you are such in alignment with what you are doing. You are creating miracles. So for our listeners who don't know, what is homeopathy? Once again, you're throwing all the big questions out there because this is also, you know, that's why I have a podcast because answering that in just a few minutes is is too tricky. But if I had to do an elevated pitch, homeopathy is basically a form of natural medicine. It's been around for over 200 years. It works with the body to stimulate its own healing force. You know, our bodies have got this innate intelligence. When we cut ourselves, you know, it heals. If we have a tummy upset, then our body gets it back into balance. And usually our bodies can do that quite successfully, but sometimes things happen and our bodies are not able to quickly get itself back into balance. And that's where homeopathy is so amazing to just remind our bodies, you know, to to get itself back into balance. It's got no contraindications. It's completely safe in pregnancy for newborn babies. If you're on 50 different pharmaceutical medications, homeopathy is completely safe. It's used worldwide by half a billion people. It's not that well known in Australia, but if you go to South America, Europe, South Africa, it's very well used. And obviously in India, it's one of their main forms of medicine and they even have a minister of homeopathy. So Australia will get there. I'm working on it. (laughs) Wow. You're doing amazing things. Do you, I for, actually forgot my pilules. I've got it right here because oh, yeah. I was actually Beautiful. just taking some Califos before our interview to help calm my nerves. So do you want to just show us for those that are yeah, watching? sure. And maybe describe. So what we can see here are little white like balls of made from sugar, right? Yeah, they're just, they're, um, just pure sucrose. And then we have the medication on the top of that. And you pop it onto your tongue and just suck on it. And if they're teeny tiny little babies... The, the pileos are three millimeters in diameter, so it's impossible to choke on it. So you can give it to teeny tiny babies. You can also dissolve it in water if you prefer. You can also buy them in drops and just put the drops on their tongue. And um, yeah, it's very gentle and very effective. And, very and we safe. don't touch them, do we? We try not to, but you know, the, when I was taught homeopathy over a decade ago, we were told you don't have coffee or mint or anything or eat 15 minutes before and after taking your remedy and you keep it out of the sun and you keep it away from electrical devices and you don't touch it. But after a decade of, you know, clinical practice and my clients coming in here and saying, oh, I have my remedies with my breakfast. And I'm like, you, you do what? <laughs> or they'll say, you know, they'll give it to their pets and they'll say, oh, I hide the remedies in their food. And I'm like, what? And it still worked. And then, you know, we did this summer, actually, I left my remedies in the car purposely, you know, and Perth it gets really hot. So 40 mm-hmm. degree heat in the car, it's probably 50. And I've been using those remedies purposely to see if they work and they've still been working. So I think a lot of the things that we've been told about homeopathy is untrue. And I do think the remedies are a lot more resilient than what we're taught. But, you know, if somebody has accidentally antidoted their remedy, which means it's, it's not working at all, then they might think homeopathy doesn't work when in effect it's actually the remedy that's been antidoted. So we do have to tell people to be a little bit careful with, with their remedies, tip it into the lid and then tip it straight into your mouth. And if you have just eaten something, have a bit of water to clean your palate, then have your remedy and just wait about five minutes before you eat again. Got it. Got it. Okay. 
So I would love to have a chat about the magic of homeopathy. (laughs) Because for those especially who have treated themselves or their family using Western medicine, using homeopathy can feel, I guess, left afield, like a lot of um, doubt can creep in. You know, I'll share a bit of my experience soon, but I even personally have had fears wanting wanting to share the power of homeopathy, but afraid that people are going to shoot me down and criticize me and tell me that I'm crazy for the experiences I've had. And for me to even suggest using homeopathy to certain groups of people, yes, feels petrifying to me at times. So I'm excited to be able to support you on your journey and also to start sharing the magic of this medicine. So um, for me, my most profound experience was with, as you know, our son, Ollie. He has anaphylactic reactions to certain foods and he's got different levels of anaphylactic reactions. And using homeopathy for the first time to treat his anaphylaxis, I remember like I was actually sweating like he had an anaphylactic reaction to cashews and his hives came out and his lips blew up and he gets really itchy eyes and he just starts scratching and he says, spicy, spicy, spicy tongue. So I knew exactly what was happening. And through the course I did with you, you said, give two pillules for each dose for anaphylactic reaction for every minute for 10 minutes. So I was doing this mm-hmm. every minute for 10, 10 minutes and watching his reaction slowly disappear and I actually had my partner Chris on the phone like saying like I'll I'll call you back I'll tell you how he's reacting I'm taking photos and then just watching the rash like slowly disappear I was like oh my gosh like this is like actually working I don't need to give him an EpiPen I don't need to call an ambulance Mm. I don't need to take him to the hospital that was so profound for me and to see other people see that happen is, as you were saying, so empowering to be able to Mm. look after my child with a potentially life-threatening condition. Mm. I'm now so at ease around it. It's such a gift. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you have, and and I just, you know, how you were saying before about being shot down. So I just want to make this really clear. We're not saying don't go seek medical advice or don't use your EpiPen because in our, you know, the Conscious Mums Facebook group, a few years ago now, about four years ago or so, I mentioned about using APIS for anaphylaxis in the group and I was severely attacked by a couple of ladies there whose children have got anaphylaxis and they um, reported me to <laughs> the Australian Homeopathic Association and all sorts saying, you know, she's saying to use this remedy. I never at one point ever said, don't seek medical advice. I just said, use this remedy until you can get medical advice. So I just want to make that super clear here as well, because I don't want to go through that experience again. But I had exactly the same with my son and he has never had any issues and never been anaphylactic to anything in his life, but he got stung by a bee and he had this all over, you know, a high, full on high reaction and Apis brought that down. And because we live rural, it was a little bit of a while to get to the hospital. So we could use the homeopathy didn't end up having to go to hospital, but just if you were in a scenario where you are maybe going camping and you're not close to medical facilities, then homeopathy is so amazing because you can potentially avoid that trip to the hospital completely. Or, you know, if you do end up going to hospital, at least you've got something to give until the point that you get there. But yeah, just 
that feeling that you then as a mum, Amy, would have experienced from, wow, I was able to help my child myself is just so incredible. And then also that feeling knowing then, okay, if this ever happens again to my child or to any of my friend's children that I'm with, I know what to do. I've done this before. And that gives you like a little bit of a tick and it's like, okay, I've done this. My child's still alive. And especially when it's your first child, you know, that's why I always have this mum in my mind, this avatar mum who, because I remember what it was like being a first time mum with her, a newborn baby, first time mum, they don't come with a manual. Somebody gives you this baby and you're like, okay, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Why did you give me this child? And suddenly you're thrown into parenthood and, you know, it's really scary. And then when they get sick, they get their first fever, they get an earache. It's really, really scary. And if you feel that you don't have the tools to treat that child, then it really, really leaves you in a very anxious place. And if you look at the side effects of some pharmaceuticals, I mean, there's so many um, studies and things coming out now that even things like, you know, Panadol, which a lot of mums give out, like it's lolly water, um, can really have an effect on the child's liver. So then you start asking questions about, okay, what can I give my child? What is safe? I don't want to have to rush to the doctor every single time. And especially COVID has brought up a lot of uh, extra issues with doctors not being willing to see people face to face. And so you have to do a phone consult for this or there being long queues and you have your tiny little baby, maybe it's in the middle of winter. You don't want to go in your car and go out to the doctor for something that might be minor, but you feel like you should get it checked out. And then if you have homeopathy that you can use at home and just try it and see, okay, can we just bring that fever down to something a bit more manageable? Can we give them something to help with that pain? It's really so empowering. And I think us mums have always been the healers for eons we've always been the ones to treat our children and it's um we are in a funny place at the moment where a lot of mums feel that they don't have that power or they don't have that right or they don't feel empowered to actually make decisions for their family and uh, can it can lead them to a scary place so if we can just give them these little tools like you were saying got your apis now if it ever happens to ollie again and you, you probably if you like the other mums that i work with pro- probably have a bottle of apis as that is child care and at his grandparents place and at the friend's place and in the car and in your handbag <laughs> yeah everywhere everywhere yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. though an interesting incident happened when ollie started school this year which made me i actually broke down in tears because we were filling out as they start school you fill out this form and I actually reached out to you as well around what to do if they have certain reactions um fill out a form of what the reactions are and then the treatment But for anaphylaxis, the only treatment that the government gives the school is an EpiPen. And then you have to go to a GP for that to sign for what to do in an incident where they're having an anaphylactic Mm. infection. So I tried to get you to fill out the form. I've tried to fill the form out myself, but the school would only accept a form to be filled out by a GP. Mm. And I even said to the GP, if my son is having a reaction, can the first step be homeopathy? And he looked at me like, you've got to be kidding me. Why would you even ask me that kind of question? So as a parent, I felt so helpless that all the governing structures that are set up don't even allow for the option for Mm. homeopathy to step in for anaphylactic reaction. So yeah yeah and if you if you were in south america or in switzerland or you know any part of europe or you know germany or definitely in india they would have said yes of course here you go but unfortunately we're not quite there yet with australia and do you think we we will head in that direction 
Uh, well, I'm working very hard on that. So if it's up to me, then yes, <laughs> I'm the eternal optimist. <laughs> so that's literally my life work will be to, um, you know, to, to get us there where we can use the homeopathics alongside the pharmaceutical medicine. And, you know, I've just got a, I've got a little story to share. And um, that was that at the end of January, I had my appendix ruptured. So I ended up in hospital and obviously no, no amount of homeopathy was going to fix my ruptured appendix. I had to go to hospital. I had to get surgery. But then, of course, the second I came out, I had my homeopathics right next to my bed. And, you know, it prevented any further complication. I was healing in record time. But as I was lying in that bed, that hospital bed, I just had this vision of us homeopaths doing the rounds with the doctors, with the nurses, and giving everyone their little pillows of Arnica after their surgery. And I had this, the pharmacist came around every day to check what drugs everyone's on. And the lady next to me had an obstructed bell. And she was, I kid you not, Amy, on at least 15 different drugs. And I'm lying there thinking so many of these drugs she's taking is actually for side effects of other drugs that she's taking. So if we can just give her some homeopathics to deal with the side effects of the drugs that she's on, she might only be, need to be on maybe one or two pharmaceuticals and the rest of the symptoms we can manage with homeopathics and just how much quicker she'll heal and also how much less that would cost Medicare because she doesn't have to be on all these drugs and homeopathy is so cheap. So it's just such a cost-effective form of medicine. And in fact, our whole healthcare system could be run so much more cost-effectively if um, the medical system was actually open to using homeopathics alongside the pharmaceuticals. So that was a very eye-opening experience. Yeah. And there used to be a hospital in Melbourne, uh, was it about a hundred years ago or so, homeopathic hospitals. So Australia does actually have a history of using homeopathy in hospitals. And I do believe we can get there again. So a quick interruption on this episode to let you know about the free morning meditation I have created for you. It is a beautiful 10-minute meditation that I have designed for those that are wanting to step into a daily meditation habit. It is a tool to reset, clear your mind and start your day from an energetic space, which you can download in your show notes. Okay, and back to the show. Tell me, because I know that homeopathy still blows your mind. What are a couple stories people have shared back to you of how homeopathy has worked for them? Uh, I have so many. I don't even know where to start. But as you know, we've got a, a Facebook group of 888 mums now as of yesterday who have all completed my free homeopathy at home introduction course that I have on YouTube. It's available for anyone. You can just go YouTube Eugenie Kruger homeopathy and it's in there and you watch that and then you can join my closed Facebook group where I offer free advice. And um, the mums blow me away. I tell you what, grassroots homeopathy, what, what mothers are doing at home with homeopathy is actually what blows my mind. But also just getting feedback from clients on how their symptoms have improved is amazing. Just one of the ones that's popping in my head at the moment is a, a little boy who has a tumor and it's, they can't operate on it because it would actually kill him. So this tumor is just growing and it's just pressing on all his nerves and his eye is busy atrophying and eventually it will have to be you know, removed. So we're using some homeopathy to help him because he's obviously getting teased at school because he's, he's got this growth on his face. And we gave him a remedy made from the peacock butterfly recently. And they've already had such great feedback from his teachers, just saying he's doing so well in school and such improvements already. And that was really cool because 
the mum sent me a photo of him with this beaming smile with a peacock feather in his hand. And it just so happens that that week he got the prize in his class for being the most attentive student. And the prize was, was that he got to take this peacock feather home. So how's that for synchronicity? I mean, I've got wow. goosebumps actually just like telling too. this story. It's so cool. Um, and then his brother, who is diagnosed with autism, it was really interesting. I've actually never met this family in person, but we've been working together for a couple of years. But it was so interesting. Um, a couple of months ago, when we did our phone consult, the little boy would always like look look up. He'd go like this and then look up. And then he did this like grimacing thing with his face. And um, we gave him a homeopathic remedy. I think it was agaricus, which is made from the red mushroom you know the beautiful fairy mushroom with the white dots on it yes, we yes. gave him that and it was just so I mean you just can't make this stuff up because two months later we had a follow-up and he's sitting there just looking at me dead straight and just smiling normally and just looking straight not a single time in that whole follow-up was he ever looking up or grimacing or anything and the mom's just like I can't believe this but <clears throat> I actually have so many stories like that I don't even know where to start but incredible stories of anything from allergies to constipation actually one that's just popped in my mind now because the 10th of april is actually the birthday of samuel hahnemann the founder of homeopathy so every year from the 10th to the 16th of april we have homeopathy awareness week worldwide and so my mission for this week is i'm going to be releasing a podcast episode every day uh, of mums sharing how homeopathy has helped them and so as i was editing it last night there was just this really great story of this mum who was saying, we've been working with her child for a couple of years with constipation and just really trying every remedy from every angle. Is it mental, emotional? Is it that the liver is struggling? What's happening? And then a year and a half or so down the track, we finally did the rotavirus vaccine detox with her son. And suddenly he's pooping daily and he's about 10 years old. He's never pooped daily in his life. And then we do the rotavirus vaccine detox and suddenly he's pooping daily. So this is, a, this is what the mums have said, not me. This is what they are saying homeopathy has done for them. And sometimes, like my husband's on this remedy at the moment, it's amazing just to help him lift his spirits. And five minutes after taking this remedy, you know, he's like a different person. And I'm like, are you sure you feel better? Are you sure you feel better? But you can see that his whole energy has changed. And I mean, homeopathy is just amazing. And so... You speaking about the energy and how everything's changed. Let's talk to that because homeopathy doesn't just fix physical ailments, does it? What does it do to our system as a whole? Well, the easiest way to explain it is, is that because homeopathy is an energy medicine and we are all energy, everything around us is energy. This microphone's energy. This beautiful crystal I have here with me is energy. We have energy all around us. So Sometimes that energy is just, I don't know, misaligned or a little bit out of balance. And when we find the right homeopathic remedy that resonates with the kind of frequency that you're on, that can sort of just balance each other out and just get things um, just running a lot more smoothly. So I use homeopathy a lot for anger in the clinic. So I have a lot of very worn out mums who, you know, especially in Perth, because a lot of families are FIFO, a lot of dads are FIFO, fly in, fly out. So the mum's often at home with two, three, four kids all by herself. They might have come from overseas, so they don't have any family support here. And they're just completely worn out and stressed, yelling at their kids. They might have PMS, so it's worse the week before the period. And they just feel stressed out and worn out and don't really know what to do with themselves. And you might give them, them a remedy like sepia, which is made from the ink of the cuttlefish, amazingly. And magically, I don't know if you've experienced this, Amy, but you take some sepia and suddenly 
everything's okay. Like I always say, CPR turns me from a mean mummy into a nice mummy. And um, you take that remedy. And I don't, I don't know if it's something that you can really explain in words. You have to experience it. And suddenly that thing that was bothering you is just not there anymore. And everything just seems okay. It's kind of like a light at the end of the tunnel. So when you're feeling like a mouse on the, on the wheel or just groundhog day and you're like, how do I get out of this? And you take this remedy and suddenly you're like, ah, oh, okay. I can see where I need to go from here. Cool. So I, I need to try that one because I do yeah. experience those days. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, the other thing I have to be careful what I say, but I always say when you feel like you want to kill your husband and run away from your kids, CPR is amazing. You know, all of us mums have experienced it where you are just done with mummying. You just can't do it anymore. You just can't clean another diaper. You just can't see another half eaten toddler meal that goes to the chickens or you're just over it. And CPR just honestly within, I, I find it works for me under five minutes. I don't think there's a pharmaceutical in the world that can work as fast as homeopathy can when you find the right remedy. You know, anything from like I said, depression, anger, sadness. My dad passed away a couple of years ago and we, we jokingly called Ignatia, the homeopathic remedy Ignatia, not to be confused with Echinacea. It's actually made from the scent Ignatius bean. Um, we jokingly call it homeopathic Prozac. It's not, it's nothing like that. It doesn't suppress any emotions. So it doesn't stop you feeling sad about your family member or your dog passing away. It just makes you feel like everything's going to be okay. So you're still feeling that sadness, you're still feeling that grief, you're still feeling that disappointment, but you know it's going to be okay. We use it so often for kiddies who are going off to childcare centers for the first time, you know, that can be really traumatic for a lot of them. And we often use Ignatia, especially for mums who are weaning their child. And that can be a really traumatic experience for the mother as well as for the baby when you've got the, the break of that bond. And so Ignatia is wonderful to help you transition through that period fright or shocks if you've been in a car accident and you've been really scared of driving the car ever since then or you've witnessed something really scary I often see buses driving past and there'll be advertisements on there for movies and sometimes some of those advertisements can be quite scary and if you're like a little kitty sitting in the back of the car seeing that picture that can really imprint on your vital force and lead to night terrors and things like that later on and we can use homeopathic aconite to help release that fright and that shock so it's brilliant for night terrors. I mean, there's, there's, there's not a thing on the planet that homeopathy can't help with. And I don't say cure, I say help with, because if, you're, if you've lost your arm, if your arm's been amputated, homeopathy is not going to make your arm grow back, but we can make you feel okay about it not being there and make you see that there are still lots of, you know, living for you to do and help you deal with that. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It brings hope. It up. really does. Yeah. Oh, I think we should tagline that. That's a good one. <laughs> Homeopathy <laughs> brings hope. <laughs> you can tell you're in marketing, Amy. <laughs> I'd, lo I'd love for you to share, because I found that this is quite profound when I had, did, had done your course quite a few years ago, how if you take, for example, I think this was one of the examples you shared, an onion. Onions create like tears in us when we're chopping them. And so the mm -hmm. remedy from the onion can help to cure people who have got symptoms with tears. So can yeah. you talk, talk to that? Because I found that that was quite profound. I can. I've actually got this book here in front of me. And for those that are watching the video, you can see it. And the reason I have it here is because I'm about to, this is about the story of Samuel Hahnemann, the, the man who discovered homeopathy. So I'm actually going to share you his story of how he discovered homeopathy, which ties into what you've said. Now, um, he was a medical doctor. 
and he was very disillusioned with medicine at the time. This is the late 1700s where they were doing bloodletting. So one of the cures for sore throats was to actually cut you and make you bleed and you know take letters of your blood. He didn't feel that was right. So he could also speak nine languages. So he ended up uh, becoming a translator. And one of the textbooks that he translated was by a Scottish gentleman whose surname was Cullen. And it was on Cinchona or Kinchona, which is also called Peruvian bark, which up to this day is still used at the active ingredient in it is quinine, which is used in anti-malarial drugs. Now in this publication, Carlin said, conchona is useful uh, in treating malaria because it is very bitter and astringent. And then Hahnemann, as he was translating this, was thinking, well, there's loads of herbs that are bitter and astringent, but they are not helpful in treating malaria. Why would this one be helpful in treating malaria, but not the other bitter and astringent herbs? So what he did is he actually took some conchona, tiny little amounts, every single day for several days and to the point where he started getting fevers and chills and all the symptoms that you would get if you had malaria. And that's how homeopathy was born, is Samuel Hahnemann realized the reason conchona is useful in treating malaria is because it can cause symptoms similar to malaria in a healthy person. And that is basically the principle of homeopathy. So something which can cause a symptom in a healthy person can cure that same symptom in a sick person. So, I mean, your bee example is great. Like if you've ever been stung by a bee, you'll know that that area will go really hot and swollen and red. And then the homeopathic remedy Apis is really good for all sorts of illnesses or complaints where there's a lot of redness, heat and swelling. And I always use the example of when I had really bad conjunctivitis, my eyeball was swollen shut. It was so red and I hadn't been stung by a bee. It was just conjunctivitis because my kids had it the two days before and I treated them with homeopathics. It looked as if I had been stung by a bee. So I used the remedy Apis that's made from the honeybee and it, you know, symptoms gone within a day. And I love bees. So I always put a caveat in there. We literally need one or two bees to make remedies for the entire world. So if you're a bee lover like me, or you're a vegan or anything like that, you're concerned about the planet, homeopathy uses infinitesimally small amounts to, to treat. So it really is the ultimate sustainable, green, cheap medicine. And I think that's why it's under so much attack worldwide for 200 years, right from the very day Samuel Hahnemann discovered homeopathy, it has been under constant threat for 200 years. <laughs> because I think it just, um, it's so ahead of its time. I mean, in a hundred years time, I believe everyone's going to be using homeopathy and we're going to be laughing at our mindsets right now. But I just think our human, our, our, our paradigm, we're just not there yet. We haven't just quite made that leap about how we all are just energy and we need energy medicine to help treat us. But getting there, like you can see little glimpses of it, of people, you know, realizing this, but we're not quite there yet. Yeah, I feel like it's platforms like this where we're sharing how the world works. It's like this is the mm -hmm. secrets of the world. We have all of the answers beyond what the constraints of our society has, has portrayed to us. Mm -hmm. Answers are there within the planet and, and the earth and nature. And it's amazing. And I love seeing like we share homeopathy with so many of our friends and family. And I love sharing it with them and say oh take this remedy so the other week uh, we had a friend whose little girl was having issues toilet training and doing her poos in the potty so I gave them some aconite to take home 
she's actually a trained nurse, the mother is, and she sent me a message the next day going, oh, my God, Amy, like our daughter, she just went away to the toilet and did a poo and called out to me, Mom, I've done a poo. And she said, I'm so amazed. This is amazing. And she's seen me use homeopathy. She's seen like it treat the boys and even like treating sunburn for her son. But when a a parent has seen it happen to their own child, I feel like Mm. that's the switch to be like, this actually works. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. I feel like their little business card sending homeopathy to families to get them to trial and test it themselves, right? And that's and the proof is really in the pudding. I mean, you can bag homeopathy all you want, but just try it. I mean, there's a reason. I mean, half a billion people can't be mad. Um, I mean, these days in the world, it does feel like that, but half a billion people worldwide are using homeopathy. People have very successful businesses based on this it, it it wouldn't be this successful if there wasn't something to it and the british royal family have been using homeopathy for 200 years whether you like them or not if it's good enough for the royal family it's good enough for me mother teresa was a huge advocate for homeopathy and she actually set up a homeopathic clinic in calcutta oh, wow. and gandhi was a huge advocate for homeopathy uh sure was quoted as saying she would not be alive if it was not for homeopathy jennifer aniston actually when i was just doing some reading up the other day jade jagger's daughter is actually a homeopath So it depends, you know, (laughs) which sort of cultural heroes or spiritual leaders you're into. But um, people worldwide are using homeopathy. Hussein Bolt has used homeopathy since he was about 16. He's got a German homeopath. The Queen has had Dr. Peter Fisher was her homeopathic physician for 17 years. Unfortunately, he was um, run over by a bus on World Ride Your Bike to Work Day in London. And she now has a new homeopathic physician. I, I don't know. You can make from the royal family what you, what you want. But Charles, um, Prince Charles, for example, has been a huge advocate for homeopathy. He only uses homeopathy on his organic sheep farm. The Queen Mother was the patron of the British Homeopathic Society. And Prince Charles, once again, just recently is now a patron of one of the homeopathic societies in the UK. So I don't know, this, there must be something to it. <laughs> must be. <laughs> Before I did your course, I had come across homeopathy in the pharmacies and in health food stores, but didn't really have much success. I guess I didn't really understand what I was doing. I could kind of see on the labels, okay, this treats hay fever or whatever, mm-hmm. but didn't see anything profound. So what is it for example, using your remedies as opposed to like what we might find in the pharmacy, what is the difference? I think the remedies, I mean, they're the same across the board because homeopathic remedies are made according to international homeopathic pharmacopoeia. Um, what you might see in some places and here in Perth especially is that you often find the 6C potencies, which are a bit of a lower potency so that Often I find in acute situations don't work quite as quickly as the 30C potencies, which is what I tend to use for acute situations. This might sound like goobly gob to people who are completely new to homeopathy, but when it comes to potencies, it's basically how often, how many times the remedy has been diluted and succussed. And we covered that in the course. I don't want to bore you with that right now. But uh, there's different rules and different potencies that are used in different countries. For example, in France, you're not allowed to sell a homeopathic remedy over a 6C. The only remedy you are allowed to sell over a 6C over the counter is oscillococcinum or anosbarb, uh, which is sold in a 200C. And that actually is a, a flu preventative. It 
outsells pharmaceutical medication in France. And most homeopathic, wow. uh, sorry, most doctors, medical doctors in France also prescribe homeopathics anyway. So I don't think there's a big difference across the brands because they all, most of them come from the same source anyway, but you might just find a difference in potencies. Yep. Got it. <laughs> so what is your takeaway message for our audience about homeopathy and rising above their current health conditions? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say stay open-minded give homeopathy a go. I'd say watch my 30 minute free introduction course on YouTube. You know, worst case scenario, you would have wasted 30 minutes of your life that you'll never get back. (laughs) Best best case scenario is you might be affected on a profound level by learning something that is probably going to be completely different to anything you've ever heard. But on some deep level, I think you will find that it resonates because I think intuitively we know that all our answers are in nature and intuitively we know that there is a safe, effective, gentle answer out there in nature. I believe homeopathy is it. Samuel Hahnemann discovered that 200 years ago, but as humans, we don't really like change. So we're just a little bit slow on the uptake, but I think the more people that rise above the constraints that they've possibly put on themselves, that society has put on themselves about who we are, as, as humans, as energetic beings is so much more than what we're told. And there's a safe, effective, natural medicine out there that can really help us in whatever stage we're in, whether it's mental, emotional, emotional, physical, spiritual, um, homeopathy is there to help you along the way and safely and effectively and without any side effects. Amazing. Thank you. And I will share in our show notes, all details to be able to find you on social media, on your website, et cetera, et cetera. And I just want to say again, thank you so much, Amy, and big shout out to you with all the amazing branding work you do. I hope it's okay to say on here, but a couple of years ago, my business name was called EK Health. And um, I said to Amy, you know, can you help me with some branding? And she said, you have to use your name and you have to use the word homeopathy. And I was like, well, people don't know what homeopathy is. And she's like, well, you have to, you know, show them what homeopathy is and get it out there. And that's really helped me step into my own power as well. And actually just be really confident in getting out there and sharing what homeopathy is. So thank you very much for the part that you've played in all that as well. You are welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much.